Hey guys, my team and I, we've been visiting the creators of the orchestra library called the orchestra. We've been talking to the graphics guy, to contact script, the audio engineers, uh, marketing people, everybody involved. They recorded this with a huge orchestra. And you might think, what's all the fuss about an orchestra library? Let me quickly play it for you. And this is just a keyboard and I am not a really professional piano player. So this is just me and the keyboard and you get the idea and then you'll be very interested what this is all about. We have an exclusive backstage story about the sound library called The Orchestra. This is Wolfgang. He works for a legendary sound library distributor called Best Service. He legendary sounds awesome. Yeah, it's legendary it because is. it was around yes. uh, in the 80s when I was working with hardware samplers. So you've you guys seen the whole development from hardware samplers through the first Giga sampler and then DAW software instruments and all the stuff. And um, you have a good connection with these guys here and we'll talk about the details because these guys are nerdy, the nerdy people behind <laughs> a great sound library that we will also check on the keyboard. The library is called The Orchestra and you guys are the distributors and we are here in Mainz, Germany, in a big media house that's one of the biggest European media houses when it comes to orchestra recordings for games, movies, television, creating sound libraries, samples and all this. Maybe introduce yourself quickly so people get an idea who you are and what you do. Okay, hi folks, my name is Wolfgang. I'm from Munich in uh, beautiful Bavaria. I'm today here in Mainz, another beautiful city. Uh, it's uh, also very very special because there's a lot of very nice people over here, very creative people. So um, I work for a company that's called Best Service and we create and make sample libraries ourselves. We also distribute sample libraries, we're a distributor, we are also a retailer. You can find us on the internet on bestservice.com. Uh, today we're the first time ever live on Facebook. Today we're here in Mainz in a place um, yeah, owned by Dana Million where a company called Sonoscore that some of you might know also work and uh, together with them we did a fantastic library called The Orchestra. I had the pleasure to play this library and uh, once you start playing with it, you can't stop. It's a really wonderful piece of art. We already learned in an earlier session today that the guys took a lot longer than a year to do this whole project. And today we have with us, your name is Stefan. Hi, I'm Stefan. And you're responsible for the, I want to say first, the library works on the contact player. So if you, yes. you don't need to buy contact, but anybody who has contact or complete can run the library on the contact player or contact and you're responsible for the contact scripting of the library yes. correct all the nerdy scripting and behind the scenes magic stuff uh, which and we'll go into detail because yes. i want to introduce stefan as well you're basically responsible for planning the the audio recordings with the orchestra and of course there's a lot of interesting detail here we want to talk about. Maybe we start with you. Um, in the beginning, there's always a product idea because this 
whole process involves traveling, setting up a real big symphony orchestra, big studio, lots of editing. So in the beginning, there's always like the idea, this is here's something we want to do and we believe we can sell it because if you don't sell it, it's a big disaster. Maybe you can give me a, a quick overview first. How did the project start for you? What was the thought process behind the concept? And then we go into the details of what you did. You went and recorded with an orchestra and all of this. How did the whole thing started and when did you get involved? The whole thing started, uh, I think, in, in a Skype call, I guess, with uh, the guys from Best Service, which uh, are creative and managing directors, uh, Pierre and Tillman had, thinking about what, talking uh, about this first idea of an easy to use, straightforward library that is has a small footprint, playable, without a lot of hassle. So we got in a room uh, later after that that idea was greenlit by Best Service that we're going to be partners and we, we asked ourselves what's going to happen. So I was there mm. pretty much from the beginning, but a lot of the first uh, talks were, of course, made from the big guys upstairs, I guess. They need to agree on the budget and the money and then before you go and record an orchestra, somebody needs to know how it gets paid. And So yeah. um, a lot of the classical libraries, you know, I, I'm also friends with some guys who have these big servers with 128 gigabytes of RAM and 18 cores and three of them connected. So you often think, uh, okay, before you really do an orchestra session with your DAW, You need to buy a lot of equipment, but uh, your, the library here is an example of the opposite. It has, it's eight gigabytes, fits on a laptop, and what type of CPU would you need? Does it run on any MacBook that a musician would have? Yeah, it, it's really efficient, and the system requirements are basically just the system requirements uh, to run Contact Player. Okay. And at right. least eight gigabytes of free hard disk. Uh, Would it be correct to say that an engine that uses a sample library and pl basically plays back and triggers samples needs less CPU, like uh, some modeling engine that models uh, MOOC synth or something? Or, yes. or where does the heavy lifting come into play for the DAW when it comes to VST instrument? The only bottleneck is the streaming from the hard drive. Okay. So it's somewhat better to have a, a SSD drive, yeah, yeah. but if you only run like a couple of instances of the orchestra, um, it's totally fine to have a normal hard drive and the CPU, is, it's not really that much of a, of a problem. Okay, so okay. these uh, engines, um, correct me if I'm wrong, they load a little snippet of the, of the start for every sample And then when you hold the note longer, it, it streams it from the hard drive or SSD. Yes. Okay. That's, uh, and that allows it to run with less RAM. You don't need to hold the entire sample. Yes, you only hold like the first couple of milliseconds. You are the guy who gets involved when all the recordings are made, when the whole concept is already done, and then you put the whole thing together and tell me a bit about the concept and what type of elements were involved in the coding. I mean, it's not just playing back samples, there's also arpeggiators and somehow the engine detects what notes you play and then decides to 
give me some details about yeah. what's happening magically in this instrument so the whole magic is it's uh, supposed to be like an instant inspiration machine yeah so you just hold uh, down a very good couple of <laughs> a couple of chords and you get an instant arrangement and a feeling for the for the orchestra so normally you're right i i'm the the contact scripter so i get involved when all the recording is finished and and then i put all the samples into yeah. contact and script what happens if there's a midi input from mm. from your keyboard yeah and I or tell modulation wheel or modulation whatever, wheel controller or pitch band and yeah. and uh, or or the user controls something on the GUI mm -hmm. on, the, on mm -hmm. the interface. All this stuff has to be written down. And uh, but of course, when they do the product concept, they need to consult you and yes. check out whether what they want to do is doable at all. So right? that's a big difference in the case of uh, the orchestra from Sonoscore. There's another product uh, series which is called Origin yeah. series. That's basically the core, which is running multiple instances of separate arpeggiators yeah. to get an instant uh, arrangement and rhythm going. And so we had the origin series and when the guys from Best Service contacted us and um, about doing a big orchestra library, we thought, okay, how can we push it to the next level? And uh, I think Steffen was the first one who had the great idea to use the same core principle, but Instead of just two uh, mm -hmm. arpeggiators, we have three arpeggiators and uh, two additional envelope generators. We had a we had a preview on the sound library earlier today, and it's uh, really to explain it for everybody who can't imagine. It's you hold a chord and you go to the next chord, and the, it's not static. There's some life in it. You can determine how much life you have with the mod wheel, and I don't know. There's yes. probably more possibilities, but it's a simple thing. You hold a chord and you have a feeling that's very much alive. The big difference, I mean, it's not in the first uh, uh, moment you, you would think it's a phrase-based library. Okay. It, it's pre-recorded phrases, yeah. but it's not. It's okay. generated instantly from the engine and you can play whatever you want and not everything makes sense, but you could do it. And that's the big difference. Are we already, when it comes to the context scripting, or maybe let me ask it this way, are we getting near a point where you believe artificial intelligence will come into play? Not with contact, because it's not doable <laughs> with contact. <laughs> a lot of people criticize the orchestra for like uh, destroying the art of composing. <laughs> Right, and I must say, it's um, we see it a lot differently. It's it's as I said, it's an inspiration thing to write quickly yeah. and to get ideas ready to show it to the producer or whatever. But the big difference is connecting a basic rhythm with a great melody, and where do I put things in, and where do I put things out of the music, yeah. and how I do I arrange it and how I mix it and all these little human things I'm pretty sure it will take a long yeah. time until an artificial intelligence can really produce something that touches the whole audience in a cinema. Yeah so anything that's happening in this plugin is intended by the creators but there are so many variations that there are endless Yes, Pretty so much. you can use our plugin, but in the end, it, it's not like we put you out of your business because everyone can now compose great music. Well, and even if it would, 
you know, technology is always doing this. Yeah, I think the human touch will always be there and it will, it will always be the, the, the key. Okay. To create music. So um, very close collaboration between the coding side and the audio side, a lot more than in any other plugin so far, yes, right? Yes, because the guys came to me and, and asked, is that possible? And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> maybe. So I had to uh, program a prototype and yeah. a lot of testing, but in, in the end it worked out. And it was a year of coding. Around, yeah. Around, Around a year. Like yeah. the most complex instrument you ever created. For so sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're coming from a musician's background, right? Yeah, I'm also a composer. Okay, so um, you came into this with sort of a vision. If I do this, I want this to happen with a musical vision also. You came into the project, right? First, I wanted to create a library that I wish I had when I was 16 and starting yeah. out. Yeah. And Tillman came up with a lot of uh, great ideas considering the usability. So you want, you want to have it right now. And the most yeah. important things that, that you need all the time like strings uh, string staccatos playing 16th these things need to be there right away yeah. and arpeggiators have a tendency to sound very random yeah so it's just if you play four notes it's gonna be all over the place because the pattern was optimized on three notes and when we developed the origins we came up with a solution to just cut the phrases uh, in, inside the measure and mm -hmm. to make sure it makes sense and repeats over a certain amount of time and makes musical sense the main thing was we wanted to use this arpeggiator technique to make it sound like someone arranged it mm -hmm. Uh, but anything uh, the orchestra does is something I could throw together in just a few minutes, but the orchestra does it instantaneously, so yeah, I can do yeah. it way faster. And it's like bread and butter arrangements that we need all the time, mm -hmm. especially for the epic side of the music. Okay, so it's, it very much reflects your taste? It's not necessarily the music I write all the time. But it's certain standards where you know, okay, um, a lot of composers, arrangers, yeah. producers would appreciate the plugin. I that need this. I need this quickly. Yeah, I've yeah. got a, uh, I've got a spot or something that yeah. needs to be handed in tomorrow. Friend calls me up at uh, 5 p.m. Yeah, and yeah. I need to deliver at 11 a.m. next morning, and then. I need to have these rhythms there. And you don't quickly. want to use the garage band loop again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's the idea, to make the deadline quickly okay. and on a high quality. It was really like a, a dialogue between all the composers we have here yeah. in-house and Tillman Zilesko, our creative director mm. and one of the key persons in the development of the orchestra, works in the field for, I don't know, 20 yes. years. Really experienced uh, media composer and we have other guys who are really experienced. And all this dialogue came together and they said, okay, you need this kind of phrase and this kind of arrangement. Mm. And this is really helpful for me as a in my daily business. So that, that's maybe a, another thing. All the presets we did for the orchestra, they came from guys who know what's yeah. needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially yeah. The, the orchestra rhythms, a lot of them were, were done by Tillman and uh, the animated were mostly by me. And Tillman has just hit the right spot in there, knowing, yeah, I need this all the time, please do it like this. I wasn't around for that, but there were uh, phrase libraries before and, uh, and we know a lot of phrase libraries and you just notice what phrases are used a lot. So I would say we change positions and uh, rock the plug-in a little bit. No further explanation, okay. let's go.
This is one of the most basic rhythms here, actually the one uh, that you get when, right when you open the instrument. And it's all made from arpeggiators, so these are right now just arpeggiators repeating all notes that, that are pressed and they are just... In this case it's just uh, all uh, string staccatos, you have like, you have five slots where you can load any instrument you want, uh, any articulation, and you can combine them freely if, if you want to change something in this right now. Um, can't promise it's gonna sound perfect, but if, if Stefan just takes something else... Oh, that doesn't... So we have the horns right now. Just doubling whatever is happening, so you can uh, switch that around and go into any detail in the arpeggiators you want. Especially the animated orchestra presets uh, combine more of the different instruments. This one, this one for example, is very. You need this kind of stuff all the time. Under the animated orchestra, they are more. Uh, the more recognizable things, like this one for example. So this is generating phrases on, uh, on the fly, there's nothing predetermined here. So you can go all in there and change anything up you want. And another thing, it's not just arpeggiators, there are also these envelopes to shape these sustained sounds. It's kind of... Sounds wonderful. You could go on forever. I, I'm just feeling like I'm at the Elb Philharmonie and want to listen. <laughs> I mean, I can totally see myself like, I don't know, doing 10 instances and finding my favorite patterns. Yeah. And especially, you know, if you're a hip hop producer or something, you know, then that's more, more than enough, you know, yeah. to get some excitement into your arrangement. I think this will be great for pop producers as well, you know. So you're also producing uh, music for TV, film and games? Yeah, games mostly right at, the mo at okay. this moment um, and a few films. Would you also use several instances of your own instrument? Um, yeah, well, for me, these phrases are a little bit worn out right now. And because <laughs> because I've, heard, I've heard them uh, one and a half year uh, <laughs> over and over and over again. I'm using the orchestral rhythms, actually. Mm -hmm. um, in just I, I had this case, uh, mm -hmm. I had a spot that needed to be delivered the next day. Mm -hmm. And just for this, the orchestral rhythms are a lifesaver. And um, I use it for sketching a lot with the orchestral colors, for example, because it's just playable. I, I load different things up. Up, I can change uh, instruments up and if I need something just strings pizzicato it's loaded directly I can mm -hmm. uh, I can just select the preset and I know it's gonna be there in just a few seconds and yeah. since I know all the patches very well I get to what I want situation I mean I think everybody in the room is 
fully convinced and everybody <laughs> who's watching this. Just a quick question. When you first look at the plugin, the first time you load it, what's the best way to get into it? Go into the presets and just play around and see what happens uh, would be my suggestion. Fantastic. <laughs> Great job, everybody, from a lot. imagining Maybe. the concept to the coding to the musical vision. Thanks, guys, for this demonstration. Yeah, okay. Up the update. Oh, there's, All right. We already have an update. Uh, it's me again. I'm finishing this off with a nice info. We're going to have an update. The update will bring you a lot of enhancements. You will be able to control like mute and solo on the main page. You will have some fantastic new feature that's called humanization. If that would sound a little bit too static or too like a machine for you, you can simply uh, add a little bit like human imperfection. Um, we have for the arbitrators uh, new measures like three quarters. Uh, we also have a new glockenspiel in there. It's also a single instrument. It gives some very nice tone to a lot of uh, presets. We have new presets. We have new multis. Oh, and the best thing, I always forget that. It's the <laughs> user presets. You can create your own user presets. You could do that until now as well, but now you can create them, you can export them, you can save them on hard disk and you can give them to your friends or your friends can give their presets to you. This is a really fantastic new feature. Check it out. That was it. My name is Wolfgang from Best Service. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you guys from Dynamedian, Sonoscore, Mark. Good job. Thank you very much.